Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All Stick, No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again for a brand new episode of Podcast Gold. Uh, This week's episode is going to be the last of the wrap-up of 2016. I wasn't planning on doing an episode this week, but I felt like I should just hold off on this episode and put it out this week. Just, you know, keep some consistency. You know what I mean? So, on this episode, I'm going to welcome back my uh, good friend, Beans, as we break down the top five MMA moments of 2016. And, you know, we jumped into a couple other different uh, conversations as well. Um, I'm going to keep this intro short. I've got a lot going on right now. Um, unfortunately, my family lost uh, a member. Um, my uncle John passed away. So I will be heading down to Mississippi this weekend um, for the funeral. And... Well, let's just, before you know, I jump into that, let me just do a quick moment of silence for my Uncle John. All right, thank you. Like I said, I'll be heading down to Mississippi uh, for the funeral, and um, this is the second uncle that I've lost in the past month. And actually, I found out that he passed away on my birthday, which was uh, January the 7th. Um, yeah, I found out he passed away, and then uh, I was able to get Friday off. And with it being Martin Luther King weekend, you know, I'll be able to make it down there to, um, you know, make it to the funeral. So I'll be down there this weekend. So that's why I'm going to keep this intro a little bit short because I got to, you know, pack and get ready for for travel and I still have to go to work. So we'll jump into uh, some more of the topics and more things that's going on in the world right now next week. And I, I might even put out a steak bite episode um, when I get back. We'll see. But uh, there's a lot going on. Next week will be the inauguration NFL playoffs are going on. Um, it's it's just it's so much going on right now. It'll be the last few days of Barack Obama's presidency. A lot going on. So we'll we'll jump into more of that stuff next week. I'll uh, come back and you know talk about my time down in Mississippi and well we'll, we'll just jump into more things next week. So this week, like I said, we're gonna listen to the last of the 2016 wrap up shows. And get ready to move forward with 2017. Um, before we, you know, I start the interview, let me give a quick shout out to the Two Shots in the Brew podcast. Uh, like I said before, I'm working my way through the different members of the pod squad, different uh, podcasts. And uh, I got a chance to check out Two Shots in the Brew. Shout out to them. I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I really like the dynamic of the show. You got people from all different backgrounds. I'm looking. I'm probably gonna go back and listen to a couple episodes. Um, the episode that just came out this week was called. Uh, I think it's called Mean Uggin, <laughs> talking about men wearing Uggs and uh, various other topics. But one of the members of the crew, I, I guess, was was not there for that episode. So I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. You know, I, I really like the dynamic of the group. You know, you got. Uh, I'm assuming two black guys. You have a white guy, a British young lady, and I'm not sure who the the other member of, the, of this show is. But I, I just like the fact that they got all these different perspectives. You know, you got uh, male, female, black, white. You got uh, people from that. You got a person that's not even from this country that's you know living here now. So I, I really enjoyed the show. Shout out to you guys. I'm definitely gonna be checking out more episodes. And shout out to the rest of the pod squad. You know. Everybody that I've listened to so far talking about podcasts has definitely made it into my rotation now, my rotation of podcasts. Uh, the John Effects podcast, the Kenya Talks. That's well, of course she's in my rotation. That's my niece. She'd probably kill me if I wasn't listening to her show. Um, the Critical Dump. That's definitely in my rotation right now. The Two Uncool podcast. Uh, the podcast Brothers. I'm, I'm working on. Uh, 
I'll, actually, I'll probably be listening to the, the Podcast Brothers show today at work. Like I said, I'm, I'm working my way through the crew, so uh, I, I'll definitely you know shout you guys out once I get a chance to listen to you. So thank you all for for your support as well. Uh, Two Shots in the Brew retweeted you know, my episodes. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, Q and then John from the John and Face Podcast and Takenia Talks, you guys have definitely showed a lot of support from me. And I appreciate you. Uh, John called me the, the rookie of the year on a previous episode, so thank you, John. But um, like I said, I'll, I'll jump into more topics next week or put out a steak bite after this, you know, after, you know, I go down to Mississippi and everything. So we'll, we'll get back to normal next week. So, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you. Um, I just asked you to keep my family and your thoughts and prayers. You know, like I said, I lost my uncle. So, I'd appreciate, you know, your thoughts and prayers. And thank you all for listening to the show. If you want to interact with the show, you can do so at Devin the 63 on Twitter and Instagram. That's Devin the 63, D E V I N T H E 63. Make sure you hit me up. Also, check out the All Stake No Sizzle Facebook page. Just type in All Stake No Sizzle Podcast in your search bar and it'll pop right up. And if you want to shoot me an email, email, you can email me questions, comments, concerns, ideas for future episodes. You can do that at asnspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's asnspodcast at gmail.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into the top five MMA moments of 2016 with three-time guest Beans. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Year's show, and I've got a special guest, uh, man. I want to say like two, three-time guests on the show already. Man, you, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be like Saturday Night Live, man. You gonna get like a gold jacket or some shit, man, for, for your fifth show, man. <laughs> but I've got my my boy uh, Bryant Beansville. We're just gonna call him Beans. What up, though, man? What's up, man? Thanks, thanks for bringing me back on the show. Uh, thanks for doing it, man. Uh, this is my uh, year-end wrap-up show, so I, I've got different people coming in and uh, basically giving their top fives and different categories of the year 2016. And since we're just going to go ahead and make you the the All Stake No Sizzle official uh, MMA expert, so I, I got to have you on here and basically break down your your top five MMA moments for 2016, and we'll also give an award for. Uh, male and female fighter of the year, and, and what the hell? We'll, we'll do. We'll throw a fight of the year in there too. So, um, where do you oh, want? Where do where, where do you want to start? You want to go start with your top five? You want to go male, female fighter of the year, fighter of the year? It's up to you, man. I, I got, I got one for you. Uh, I'll make this quick though. Disappointing fighters of the year. Disappointing fighters of the year. Hmm. Yes. All right. We'll throw that one in there too, man. I'm going to start with that one, just because it's just funny to actually do this. Um, top five, Ronda Rousey. Reason why. Wait, wait, wait. So the, you, one, wait, wait. You do it. You do, number five is, no, number wait, five is Ronda Rousey. Wait, wait, wait. You're doing top five disappointing or just, just, just number one disappointing fighter of the year? For the year. Ronda Rousey, number, number five. Man. I, ain't, I, like, I haven't seen her. This fight, but I'm uh, I'm waiting on this next fight. But you didn't want to do it until you know. So you didn't want to mess with New Year's. You didn't want to wait till that that card was over with. But yeah, I just put out Ronda Rousey. I'm throwing out Ronda Rousey, number five. As you, as top five, disappointing. Well, she is like she. We're gonna start her off with number five. Okay, she's number five. She's number five, and reason why is because. Said she won the fight uh, on the Fourth of July weekend. She didn't do it. Right. Um, went on Ellen. I wouldn't even put her on it on this category. Is she didn't go on Ellen's show and pretty much stated that that was going to be this is going to be her last fight. So 
that's that's also a sign of a, a very big sign of weakness. So she's already planning uh, planning her uh, her retirement, and you already defeated yourself. Yeah, and she was talking about uh, she was thinking about committing suicide and shit too, man. Yeah, and you know, saying like you went on Ellen twice talking about this stuff. But I was like, well, look at Misha Tate. Misha Tate, you know, saying she going through some rough times, but you don't see her talking about like you know, saying even though she just stated that she was going to retire, which you know, saying which is cool and everything that she's retiring and everything. She she done a lot for the sport. Uh, you know, saying she speaks well. She wants to keep all her brain. She wants to keep all of her brain cells, pretty much. So, I give, I give number five to Ronda Rousey, Disappointing Fighter of the Year. Number four, Bendo Ben Henderson. Ooh, that's a good one. Number four, the reason why is he went to Bellator thinking that he was going. I think he thought he was going. It was going to be easy going against those guys at Bellator, the guys that he's going, most of the guys that have belts at Bellator should be in the UFC. And, but, you know, saying they are, you know, he, he went against, he's got a uh, Russian guy. The guy, the Russian guy that, uh, that he lost, uh, that he lost to, the dude beat the brakes off of him. Um, and, he, technically, you know, say, if you want to talk about when he was going against Pitbull, Pitbull was kicking his ass in that fight. <laughs> yeah, he was. And Pitbull was kicking his ass. He probably would have got knocked out by that little dude. Yeah, Pitbull um, had to got hurt. He would have lost that fight. Yeah, he would have lost that fight. And that was a technicality that he won that fight, but he still won the fight. But uh, and then the other one was him losing to Chipper. Everybody said, I don't know what the hell the judges were thinking about. It was a split decision. No, it wasn't no split decision. You actually looked at the fight. Ben Henderson only had, I've seen it, uh, well, what I've seen is probably like maybe one round to, I, I gave one round to Ben Henderson in that whole entire fight. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he won one round, but I, I ended up like giving him another round just, you know, just because cause it was close. You know what I mean? Gave him, like, benefit but of the, the doubt. Rumor, but that rumor was that he was uh, he was fighting. He had three fights on a 20 ACL. Yeah. That would probably make a that, – that's, that's a good case of uh, – uh, shows his toughness, though, but it's whatever. Right. You're not in, – in, right now is – I know he was trying to get that money in. You know saying that uh, That's what I think he was doing. He was trying to, like, well, I'm going to try to get this money in, and then I'd say probably, like, Six months off to, to heal up, you know. So I get it, I understand it, but you still, you know, saying so you still a disappointed fighter. <laughs> uh, John Jones, that's your number three. He is number three. Even with the interview, he uh, he sounded a little truthful, but you know, he was you could tell that he was hiding a lot of shit right. in there. Um, a lot of you know, saying like interview and everything, but he, he was still this. You know, he was probably one of the best, most disappointing guys. But I think uh, he would have been number one. He would have been number one, but uh, he, you know, he would have been number one. But he did that interview with with Joe Rogan, so I kind of gave I gave him a pass for for that. But being trying to be truthful as possible, I know he said too much. His publicist called him. <laughs> but he said that he, talked, that he said too much. Right. But the dick tails and shit like that, and you know, <laughs> so you should know what you should know what you uh, put in your body, though. But right. I think he probably I think he probably ratted out one of his uh, teammates, though. But oh yeah. All right. Who you got at number two? Number two. You gonna say you probably gonna say it's typical, but it's that it, it, like you gotta think about it. Only one. Fight this year, I think. Uh, Daniel Cormier. That's a good one. Number two. I'm thinking about changing my yeah. my list now, man. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I say Daniel. I say I say Daniel Cormier. You know, it's is well. I don't like to do it anyway. Exactly. But the guy is a a fighter. I respect him as a fighter. Uh, but he has more injuries than he has title fights. Yep, <laughs> yep, because he's pulled out of what two fights this year, 
the first. He, and he also, he put and out I was a, looking forward, you know, saying for Anthony Johnson and him to go, you know, go at it again. Me I too. Had DC probably winning that fight still. Me too. You know, saying, but you just, you know, saying now we'll see how much, you know, saying we'll see how much will he improve. Well, let me see what his recovery is going to be like because he had to get surgery, groin surgery. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. Alright, number one. Luke Rockhold. Hmm. He the reason why? He got beat by a one eyed count. <laughs> okay. A one eyed count. The reason that, that it, it, it that's one of the reasons, and I was looking forward to this dude because he, like, the whole thing about it, he was talking so much shit, right, about Michael Bisping. And Michael Bisping came up there, and you know, say he showed up uh, to the fight prepared on how many weeks' notice? Three, three weeks' notice? I think so. Notice? Yeah, I think it was three. Okay, this dude showed up, knocked out Luke Rockhold. Luke Rocco was very tired. He going into that fight, way too relaxed. Thought he he, he thought uh, Biz Bean was too slow. That experience got to him. That his ass got caught. Got knocked the fuck out. And he also pulled. And he also uh, got injured as well. It pulled out of. He's he supposed to face a uh, Jacare teammate. Huh? He was supposed to face Jacare, wasn't he? Yes, he posted one against uh, Jacare. Yeah, I was I was definitely looking forward to that fight, man. Uh, to me, that was like the number one contenders fight for that belt. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my, that's my top five. All right, let me let me run through my top five real quick, and um, we, uh, we hopefully you run that shit down. He's like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I wrote him <laughs> down. I wrote him down. Um, and our, our our lists are pretty. Pretty similar, man, but in different order. So my number five most disappointing fighter of the year is Kevin Gastelum. I put him in. Wow. I put him in number five because this is a guy that I think he's a good fighter, and I, I, I've been looking forward to seeing him fight more. I wanted to learn more about him, but he pisses me off because it seems like every time he gets in the good graces of the company, he messes around and misses weight again. And it's like, dude. Just admit that you're not. I'm eating tacos. <laughs> All right. No, seriously, he, he, he was on Instagram. He was on Instagram uh, eating fucking tacos. Like I'm talking about, like you had like a, maybe like a couple. Weeks, this was a couple weeks out before your fight, and you're up there eating like much. Of, it's different if you had a couple of tacos, whatever. It's fine. Right. But like, dude, come on, ten tacos, my nigga. <laughs> And like as we're, as we're recording this, he's supposed to fight um, Tim Kennedy this weekend on that uh, the card that's supposed to have Daniel Cormier versus uh, Rumble Johnson. But I'm I'm hoping that he actually you know makes weight this time and um, is actually able to fight. So to my, and in the same vein, my number four pick is uh, Big Rig Hendricks. Man, this dude has fell so. He has fell so far over the past few years, man. <laughs> like he he's been having problems making weight over his career. He got destroyed by Wonderboy Thompson. I I don't even remember any of his other fights, but like this is a guy that I thought was when he was a champion, I thought he could be one of the top guys, but to me his whole career <laughs> since that GSP fight has just been a big disappointment. So I had to put him on, on this list, man. Um yeah. Number three is person you had on your list, Ben Henderson. Like you said, big big Ben Henderson fan. Like this year just has not been the year for him. He he lost his welterweight um, title shot in his uh, Bellator debut. Won on a technicality in the second fight and lost his third fight in Bellator. So yeah, I had to put him on the list at number three. Number two. Is Ronda Rousey in my book? Ronda Rousey, I think if she's not number one, she's number two as far as um, attention in the UFC. Basically, it's her and and Conor McGregor. They're the top two in the business. 
and for her not to fight at all this year and basically let Conor McGregor basically take that top spot and all the and I hate to say it because I'm a big Ronda Rousey fan, but basically showing that her mental weakness, it really disappointed me, man. So I'm I'm hoping that maybe she she can bounce back in this fight on uh, New Year's Eve. But as far as 2016 goes, this this was not not her year at all. And my number one choice is the man John Jones. I, John Jones is a big reason why. I, I really got into MMA as strong as I did. But the first fight I ever went to was, was we went to Atlanta to see him face uh, Rashad Evans. He's he's a big reason why I, I go to travel to these fights. And for him to be suspended multiple times this year for <laughs> dick pills and for um, what, that, that hit and run accident, he he didn't look good in his one fight against OSP. Difficult guy. What's that? Very difficult. Yeah, OSP was very difficult. Uh, I. Uh, he was very difficult. I agree. He, he was very awkward, man. He, he was a, he's an awkward fighter. Uh, you can't really train for a guy that is pretty much is don't have any technique. It's not a technique. Seriously, like, OSP, he's very good at being awkward. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, his his kicks are ugly as shit, but they're extremely powerful. And and he throw one of them kicks, they're going to hurt. And 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 if he's throwing throwing punches, they look ugly on pads. And we see him in a cage, and they connect. They look great, you know what I'm saying? Because they connected as well. So, like, I'm, as far as technique, what that, that technique is, uh, the technique behind uh, is kind of awkward. There's no, it, what, there's no technique. Let me stop saying this technique. He doesn't have any technique, and John Jones had trouble with that. Other guys, you could, you know, so they have tails in there. And everything. I'm just speaking up from John Jones, but you know, like I agree, he did. You know, so I do agree that that would have been he would have been my number one. It was the interview that kind of uh, changed my views on that, though. Well, and then I think really the main disappointing thing was that he got popped for those dick pills days before what was supposed to be the biggest card in UFC history, and UFC 200 wasn't. It, it didn't live up to what they wanted it to be. And a lot of it was because John Jones and Cormier fight got scrapped. And then we had uh, Cormier laying on top of Anderson Silva for three rounds. You know what I mean? It, it took a, it took a lot of luster out of that, that UFC 200 card. And on paper, if you throw John Jones in it on paper, it, it should have been one of the greatest cards in UFC history. And it just, it just didn't live up. No, it didn't. So. No, it didn't. All right, that's the top five disappointing uh, fighters of the year. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our top five MMA moments of the year. So I'll, I'll let you right. let you go first. All right, man. This it was a rough one. It was a rough thought, but like technically, I haven't really. I watched a lot of UFC. Um. I haven't. I fell asleep on a lot of UFC as well. <laughs> um, but we, uh, it was close. It was it, it, it was almost a tie. But number my number five pick is Michael Bisping over Luke Rockhold. Mm-hmm. Michael Bisping took that fight short notice and knocked him out. Uh. And I give credit to Michael Bisping. You know I hate that motherfucker, but <laughs> hey, I give credit to the what's credit due. Exactly. You know he didn't win that fight against. Well, he did win that fight, but uh, against uh, Anderson Silva, uh, he did not win that fight against uh, Dan Henderson. It should have been a draw. Yeah, it been a draw. I agree with you, but. But you know, saying, but anyways, that uh, Luke Rockhold, Luke Rockhold, we talked a lot of shit. 
and he couldn't back it up in the fight and got knocked the fuck out. My number four is just shocking. You would not know it. Most shocking moments in MMA. Not the UFC, but this is outside the UFC. Okay. Michael Venom Page over uh, Cyborg. Cyborg. Oh, he, yeah. When he gave him one of some guy, uh, tighter knees to the, <laughs> to the head. Crushed his skull in, then uh, threw the Pokeball at him and caught him. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's recap that. That was Luke Rockhold versus Bisping. Mm-hmm. Number four was I forgot. I forgot. Michael Venom Page versus Cyborg. Okay. MVP. All right, all right. Number three was Conor McGregor versus DS two. Yeah. Number two was Tate versus Holmes. Mm-hmm. And number one was Conor versus DS one. All right. So here, here's the thing. <laughs> Our lists are once again aren't that diff, aren't that different from each other, man. <laughs> Although I, I did I cheated a little bit. So all right, my number five moment, <laughs> my number five moment was Conor McGregor versus Alvarez, and Conor McGregor becoming the first ever fighter to hold two belts in the UFC at the same time. Now, now okay, beforehand, I was gonna let you know. I just felt like I absolutely had to put this on there, man, because it's like it's it's never happened before in UFC history. So I, I just felt like that that had to be on the list, but I didn't I didn't want to put it high on my list. So so number four on my list was Luke Rockhold versus Michael Bisping. Might possibly be the upset, nah, one of the upsets of the year, one of. Um, like I said, taking that fight on short notice, these two fought before. It's bad blood between them, and Bisping came out of nowhere and <laughs> and knocked Rocco the fuck out. Um, number three, which is one that you might be surprised that I put on my list, and I was actually there for this. The debut of former WWE champion CM Punk. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Now, did it go? Was it a good fight? Not at all. But <laughs> if you think about the big pay per views this year, for the most part, the big ones were Conor McGregor versus Diaz, one and two. UFC 200. Those are pretty much the big pay per views of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you can think of another one that was that was pretty big. I can't really think of any other one. Basically, CM Punk was able to sell out an arena and get over a million pay-per-view buys <laughs> in what was one of the worst fights in, in MMA history. So that lets you know that this guy was such a big attraction that he got over a million people to order a pay-per-view that ba- basically wouldn't have sold maybe even half that if he had not been on that card. And he got, and he got not just MMA people's eyes on it. He got wrestling fans and, you know, just everyday people wanting to see what was going to happen on this card. And he wasn't even the main event. So I, I say CM Punk's debut was one of the, the top five moments in MMA this year. So number two, this is where I cheated a little bit. I said... Conor McGregor versus Diaz, the saga. So both fights, I, I put them as one, one moment. Man, it's not even done yet. It, it's not even done yet. Exactly. Uh, I, and that's why I said saga, because the saga continues, man, because you know they're going to run that back for a third time. Okay. But the first fight, nobody, I ain't going to say nobody, but a lot of people did not see that one coming, and a lot of people were shocked. So then when they ran it back a second time, to me, I felt like UFC 205 was the card that they wanted UFC 200 to be. And it was all because of the rematch of Conor versus Diaz. So those two... You mean 202? Was it 202? Yeah, it was 202. Okay, you're right, 202, my bad. So when they run that back for a third time, who could... Man, you... Man... <laughs> they they're gonna break all kinds of, of records for that one, man. So Conor McGregor versus Diaz, both fights are number two on my list, and it it also helps that I was there for the first one <laughs> in Vegas. And my number, I do I do have a job, man. <laughs> and my my number one moment of the year was also at that same fight in Vegas, Misha Tate versus Holly Holmes. To me. I, I felt like this was the upset of the year. No, I, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Everybody thought that Holly Holmes was the greatest thing since she defeated Ronda Rousey. And it also helps that I won a lot of money off of this fight, too. <laughs> but, yeah, Holly Holmes was, was whooping her ass that that fight. She, Misha Tate had her in the second round. She almost submitted her, but Holly Holmes was able to get out of it. And then... From that point on, everybody just felt like, all right, Misha doesn't have a chance. She she missed her chance to win this fight, but she was able to get it in, in the second, in the fifth round, and finally get that submission. And then the fact that Holly Holmes didn't tap out, but she literally went out fighting. She she went to sleep throwing punches. Like to me, is one, one honestly to me is one of the greatest moment, greatest fights I've ever seen in MMA and greatest moments I've ever seen. So this definitely was number one on my list. And, MMA moments. Okay. So, I see that. so our, our lists weren't too too different. We both had Conor McGregor and Diaz on there. We both had Luke Rocco versus Bisping. We both had Tate uh, versus Holmes. I, I will say, man, the Michael Venom Page one. I, I thought that was a good that was a good one, man. I was trying to think of something outside of UFC to put on my list, but I I just couldn't think of anything. But that one that that was a good one. That's definitely a good one. So, um, we're going ahead and start wrapping this up. So we're just gonna we're just gonna give our our one fighter of the year in, for male and female, and our one fight of the year. So um, let's start with let's start with our female fighter of the year. So who All right. who is this your is female fighter fucking, of the year? This is was a this was a fucking landslide, dude. It, it was. Uh... Dahana John Jacek, if I say it right. Yes. Otherwise, I think I said it wrong. Oh, well. <laughs> it's, it's close. Or you can just call it Joanna Champion. 
I don't get the shit right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she pretty much, she was the most active uh, female fighter outside of Cyborg. Cyborg was, was like my number two. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, uh, come on, Johanna, she pretty much just ran through her whole division, almost. She's about to do what Demetrius Johnson has done. Exactly. And yeah. clean out the, the division. And, and think about it, she's the most active. She fought like three times this year. Yeah, I was, try- I was trying to I was trying to remember because I know she fought at a UFC 200 weekend. She fought at 205, and I felt like she had a fight earlier this year, but I can't remember off the top of my head who she it was. Did. I think she did have a fight earlier this year. She fought like three times this year, and she was on the Ultimate Fighter show too. So yeah. Oh yeah, she hosted Ultimate it. Fighter. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, she pretty much was the dead by last fight. Last slide, you know, cyborg. You know, what I'm saying? I, we, we see, we see, uh, cyborg merchant bitches left and right and everything, but we don't really stop. You know, it's, it's her. So, <laughs> wait, no, she, she, she's only had two, she's only had two fights this year. Huh? She only had two fights this year. Her, her last, the fight before that was like in November 2015, but yeah. Yeah, she's not the most active, but she fought pretty. Yeah, she fought in the USC twice or once or twice. Twice this year. Okay, so she fought three times this year as well because she defended her belt in Invicta. She did. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> Oh no 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 not 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 side not side word. I'm talking about Joanna. I, I was just looking her up. She Joanna fought twice this year. Oh, she fought twice. Okay, yeah. So it was the it was the the uh, Ultimate Fighter yeah. and uh, UFC 205. That's what I was, I'm sorry. We were, we were confused there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ultimate Fighter. I think what got me was probably the Ultimate Fighter. Man. Yeah. So. Who you got? You know what? My choice is, is is Joanna as well, and like I said, like like you said, she she's cleaned out the, the division. She she's probably one of the most dominant champions there is in the in the company right now. I mean, you can put her you know up there in that same category as uh, like you said, Mighty Mouse. But. I kind of don't want to go with the same answer as you just to make things different. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you about it. It'd be fair enough, I'll ask you this question then. Uh, if Ronda Rousey came back and won the belt, we'll say under a minute, she, she passed out uh, New Year's, Amanda New Year's. Under a minute, would you call, and then retired, would you call Ronda Rousey the female of the year? Mm, no, I, I'll still go with okay. I'll still go with Joanna. Okay. What well, that right there makes so much sense. I was like, and the only only other person I could think of that I, I would put in contention for, for Fighter of the Year, uh, other than Joanna and maybe other than Cyborg, is Amanda Nunez. She uh, dominated Misha Tate at UFC 200. And she also uh, defeated, I can't ever say her name, Valentina Shershenko. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this year. And she'll be fighting one more time this year. And, you know, maybe, maybe if we, we waited, you know, until the, the beginning of the year to, to do this, if she beats Ronda Rousey, I would probably say she would win it, Female Fighter of the Year, because she would have beaten Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey, who – Arguably the top top two women in that division over the past I mean, since the division started in the UFC. So, if I had to give it to somebody else, I would go Amanda Nunez. But I'm I'm going to go with Joanna Champion. She's, I mean, she to me she's just the best female fighter in the world right now, and she's a really nice person. Man, I met her when I was in Vegas. She's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the other one? So you said fighter of the year. Our, our male fighter of the Man year. Fight. Okay. See, this 
I mean, technically, he did win because he had more of the votes, but, you know, it was, they considered that a majority draw. So, they're going to run that one back, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight. That's, that's going to be a good one. Um, and Cowboy, the reason why I put Cowboy at number three as well is because Cowboy is the most active fighter. This motherfucker did, like, some Super Saiyan type shit. Y'all see the memes? <laughs> that, that last fucking fight was fast, fucking fantastic. I was, and he's entertaining, he's entertaining, he's entertaining fighter, he'll fight whoever. Anyway, class, you know, you know, he probably know he gets ass with he still take that fight. Right. He just needs the money. Uh, my number, number five, uh, my number two is, uh, Mighty Mouse Johnson. The most underrated fighter. Hmm. Mighty uh, Mouse Johnson is fighter of the year? Number two. He's number two. I put him at number two. I put him at number two for a reason. Mighty Mouse is, he's the, he, well, he was the most active. But even though he, he defended his belt nine times, nine times, it's not a, it's not nobody on that roster defended that gas he got a belt other than Jose Aldo defending that belt that many times. Matter of fact, Jose Aldo didn't defend that belt that, that many times. But for 2016, though? Yeah. Uh, look, well, you know what? I'm looking at it. He's been so disrespected, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these people don't give him the credit. What? He is number one, the pound for pound for, uh, best fighter of, uh, in, like, yeah, number one pound for pound best fighter in all of MMA. Number one. There's hey. nobody else. Hey, you know what? I'm looking at I'm looking at his record now. I forgot he fought Henry Cejudo this year. I thought that was late last year, but yeah, he he fought him knocked out and knocked yeah. him out. And the reason the reason why I I wouldn't have put him on my list was because I I was thinking this his only fight was the one that he just had against Tim Elliott, but I forgot about the Henry Cejudo fight because he he was supposed to fight on that uh, Atlanta card when uh, uh, Tyron Willie beat Robbie Lawler. And he ended up having to pull out for injury, which I don't honestly. I don't even think it was an injury. I think they just pulled him out so that he would be good for the the Ultimate Fighter finale. That's my my personal opinion, but I believe so too. Um, okay, yeah. I, 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 all right, I can see the case for and, that. Yeah, and, 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 and then you already know the number one person is uh, uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, Conor McGregor. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Daniel Cormier. Uh, my bad. 
Uh, I thought you were going to go with? I thought you were going to say Daniel Cormier, my bad. too <laughs> i mean you it's, it's hard to pick anybody else man like who else has had the year this guy has had like if you look at from this point last year up until now the guy's had four fights and those four fights he he knocked <laughs> jose aldo who before that was arguably pound for pound the best fighter in the world he knocked him out in 13 seconds and won the featherweight title then he he, he ended up losing to nate diaz which it was definitely a setback, but you got to realize he was supposed to face uh, Rafael Dos Anjos for the, the lightweight title at that time. And 11 days notice, he <laughs> he jumped, basically had to jump up two weight classes to, to fight at uh, welterweight, which he hasn't really ever fought at on short notice against a guy that has a completely different style from the guy he was training for. So I, I could, and and the thing is, if you look at that fight, Connor was tagging him, man, and like he he was putting it on Nate, but he gassed out. So they ran it back a second time. Connor he had time to train for it, and, and ended up winning that, that fight by decision, which both of them to me were great fights. And then he comes back and wins that lightweight title he was supposed to win earlier in the year. <laughs> by <laughs> fucking up Eddie Alvarez and becoming a two-division champion for the first time in UFC history. So, And if you look at all four of those events, <laughs> those are some of the highest uh, pay-per-view buy- yeah. buys in, in UFC history. Like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's got like five, four of the top five uh, <laughs> UFC uh, pay-per-view buys in, in history. He did most of that yeah. in a year. Like that, you, you can't. It's Conor McGregor, man. It's the year of Conor McGregor, man. It, this is his year. This is his company now. <laughs> they gonna have to give him yeah. a share of the company for him to come back and fight. And honestly, I, I don't blame the guy. Some people don't like it. Some people are mad because he, you know, he's brash and he's 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 an asshole. But here's the thing. <laughs> When that pay per view comes out, you gonna go out there and get your seventy dollars. You gonna pay the cable company that seventy dollars to go see him fight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Or you gonna you gonna you gonna y'all gonna bunch up at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. And you know, so or you gonna go over to a friend's house. You, if, if something is gonna happen, you know. Or if you are gonna be real about it, you are gonna find that illegal stream site and you are gonna watch that fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was supposed to, supposed to say it. But yeah. Uh, all right. Um, and you want the fight of the year? Yes. What is? Real, real quick. I'm gonna give you my number. I'm only gonna give you two, but it is. But we should take. Uh, okay. Like I said, fight of the year is the, the second fight. My number two was uh, Misha Tay over Holly Holmes. Mm. Winning the belt. That was my number two. My number one was just like one of the, my best moments 
the best, the one of the best moments uh, was uh, Conor McGregor and Nick Diaz won. One. Okay. So basically, what you're saying is, is that UFC 196 was probably the best pay per view of the year. Because that's, yeah. that's the one that had Connor Diaz one, and then it had Tate Holmes two. I mean, uh, Tate and Holmes on there. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, man. I think that was the best pay per view of the year. Two hundred five was was pretty damn good too. I'm, I, you know, it's hard to deny that one. Two hundred five was was really good, and two hundred two was really good too. Uh, but. But yeah, it, it was. Uh, yes, yeah, two hundred five was the best pay per view of the year. Yeah, two, yeah, that, yeah, two, yeah, I would say 202 and 205. Best cards. I, I say it's Knockouts and submissions, the whole on the uh, prelims, both the uh, fight pass and the Fox Sports One prelims is basically just knockouts and submissions the whole time. But as far as the the main card, um, Amanda Nunez and, and Valentina, sh- yeah, <laughs> heard they was on there. Then you had Corey Anderson versus Tom Lawler, and then Latifi versus uh, Val- Valent. I can't never say his name either. So yeah, as far as like the main card, eh, not the strongest. Manny Nunez. Yeah, it the, so it was the main. So pretty much the, the start of the main card was the, the, uh, the worst part. Yeah, but the the two. It was, it, it, the last two fights. Yeah, the last two fights. The last two fights was good. Okay, yeah. so all right, all right I'll say I'll say two o two was probably. But as, but as far as fight of the year, I would definitely say Tate versus Holmes. Hey, I I, I, I want to make a shout out to that uh, to uh, your Romero's knee because he need to he need the fucking Kool Aid uh, and he really need the Kool Aid out of fucking Chris Weinman, yo. <laughs> that motherfucker was like, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> shout out to that knee, yo. <laughs> Man, let me let me throw these two out there real quick, cause I everybody I have on on a New Year's show, I want to get this answer from them too, man. Not and this is not just MMA. This is just you know, in life, sports and entertainment. Whoever you want, or you know, if it's someone personal to you or whatever. Who's your man and woman of the year? Oh, my personal. Yeah. Uh, it could be somebody in sports. It can be somebody in you know. Entertainment. It could be someone personally in your family. Oh, okay, I get it. I hey, hey Bings, Bings. If you huh? if you if you want to score some Kool Aid points, uh, throw Alicia as your woman of the year. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was gonna do that, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just edit that out. So yes, uh, Bings. Who's your man and woman of the year? He's doing all, uh, he's doing all right though, right? Huh? He's doing all right though, right? Yeah, he's still doing. He, he got he got a little bit limp and everything, but uh, but he's doing good. Right. You know, that's good to hear, man. Oh so, yeah. Uh, female of the year, of course, my fiance Alicia. Female. Good choice. <laughs> good choice. Yeah, so you know, you know how that goes. Still got my back. 
Ah, who man. Who are you going to wait? You going to wait? You going to wait for it? Um, uh, if you want to hear that, you have to listen to this episode when it comes out December 29th. <laughs> ah, there you go. But man, I appreciate you jumping on this uh this New Year's uh wrap up show, man. Appreciate you, brother. Oh no problem, man. I'm glad you you consider me on this on the show again, man. It's, it's all good, man. Yep. Uh anything like I, said, like I said, you need I'm throw out something like this. I'm, go ahead. I say do a podcast with me and Marquise and my sensei. You know, you come down here. You come down here next year, we're probably on the live podcast. Hey, I'll, I'll be there, man. I'll be down there, so we'll set it up. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I'm just saying, man. We you get all you get all this in here, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Jason and his crazy ass stories and shit. And then you have Marquise. You know what I'm saying? This dude, this dude survived so many fucking dick kicks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, didn't he get dick kicked in the dick when uh when I was there? When uh when I, I, when I did. I think he I did, think man. He did. I, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to go on that website and order that that DVD of that fight, man, so I can see uh, Marquise and Jay win, man. Oh yeah, shout out to Jaylen too. What he up, did though? Win his last fight, though. He what? He won his last fight. Oh yeah, I saw that, man. I saw that. That's what's up. Yeah. He's still. I think out of all the people that I train with, I think he's still that most active person. Yeah, he's still the most active person that I know. Yeah, because uh, Marquise kind of hung him up, didn't he? Yeah, I gotta go to work in a little while. What? <laughs> I gotta go to work. I get ready. Get ready to go to work, man. All right, man. Um, <laughs> stop lying to yourself. Um, <laughs> hey, before before I let you go, man, you want to throw your social medias out there, man? Your your Christian mingles and all that good stuff, man. My Christian mingles. Uh, <laughs> you you plenty of fish profile, all that shit. I disagree with that, sir. We, we, we got we got to hear what Beans got to say, man. Oh man, I think about the Twitter thing uh, and everything, but yeah, we and uh, and yeah, Facebook, the Wayneville. Um, make sure you message me if I'm in my inbox. Um, uh, or if you want to get your ass with this on UFC uh, two. <laughs> Spell that out for the people, because I think you spelled it a little weird, didn't you? Yeah, it's uh, P-O-O-L-O-F-B-E-A-N-Z, 84. All right. You said that's on 
PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. All right. For sure. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, thank you, you very much. I'll probably be, I'll probably be, I'll probably be half the motherfuckers on there right now. Probably listen there already. I probably be half the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he called y'all out. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. I, I did call all of y'all out. So, yeah. Dude, I have like maybe like over 800 fights. So, yeah. God damn. <laughs> God damn. All right, man. Well, yeah. thank you very much for being on the show, sir. I'll, uh, I will hit you up later, man. All right, homie. All right, man. show. Alright, peace. I want to thank three-time All-Stake No Sizzle guests Brian, a.k.a. Beans, for joining me and uh, wrapping up the year in MMA. Um, like I said, <laughs> you know, once we get up to number five, we have to uh, figure out some kind of like reward system for being a five-time guest on the show. And it looks like he's in the lead, I think, my niece has been on the show twice, so Beans and Takenya are battling each other for that spot. <laughs> we'll see what we can come up with. But uh, once again, thanks, Beans, for joining me on the show. Uh, like, like we said, as we all know now, um, we recorded that episode before UFC 206 and 207. So uh, 206 ended up being one of the best cars of the year, and Ronda Rousey got knocked the fuck out. So um, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll break that down another day. We'll talk about that another day. I'm pretty sure it'll come up in, in conversation with me and Beans. But thank you all for listening. Like I said, that was the last of the 2016 wrap-up shows. Um, I would have liked to have done more, but yeah, when you know you're the only one editing the podcast it gets a little uh gets a little tedious and you gotta find time to to do so so (laughs) that being said thank you all and thank everybody that that joined me in wrapping up 2016 thank you to john from the john effects podcast thank you to tino morgan from the rap platform.com go check out those episodes thank you to to kenya from the to kenya talks podcast thank you my niece uh, thank you to Q from the Critical Dump Podcast for joining me on the episode. Thank you to my man Kale Dasby from the Corner LSN and uh, Black Sports Online for breaking down top five albums and uh, top five upsets of 2016. I want to thank him. Thank you to Beans for joining me, man. So 2016's done. Now we can jump to 2017. We'll move forward and we'll jump into more uh, topics next week. After uh, after I head down to Mississippi and you know take care of business down there, so thank you all for listening. If you wanna give me your comments, your thoughts, your top five MMA moments of 2016, feel free to do so on the SoundCloud page. Check me out there. You can also shoot me messages on Twitter and Instagram. You can do so at Devin the Six Three. That's D E V I N T H E Six Three. Or you can jump on the Facebook page. Just type in All Steak No Sizzle and everything will pop up right there. You can also shoot me an email with your questions, concerns, comments, show ideas. You can do that at asnspodcast at gmail.com. So make sure you interact with the show. Let me know what you think. Give me your comments. And let me let me just say this, man. Let me just say this. I want to thank everybody that has ever listened to my show. I really appreciate you. Um, this this show has basically been something I've wanted to do for years, and to finally, you know, do so and have people, you know, listening to the show and to be accepted by the Pi Squad and have people on different shows shouting me out and you know giving me props and you know spreading the word about my show I really do appreciate that and I, I can't I can't say thank you enough to all of you um, the year 2016 was the beginning of the show I, I feel like I've kind of gotten my legs up under me I, I've gotten you know better over these uh, 20 episodes and 
I only see bigger and better things coming up in 2017. So, I want to thank everybody who had anything to do with the show. My man Chris Wade for, you know, coming up with the logo for the show. Uh, my man Julian from uh, the main streets of California for uh, giving me a lot of help with tech ideas. Thank you to my boy uh, G Infinite for the, the music for the show, man. I really appreciate him. You know, thank you to, to Kenya for, you know, being on the show twice and, you know, promoting my show and, you know, just being an inspiration to me. Thank you to John from the John Effects Podcast for accepting me into the pod squad, man. I really appreciate that. I, man, it's, it's just so many people that I can thank. And if I, if I don't name you by, you know, if I don't name you personally, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, just going up the top of the dome here. But thank you all, anybody who has, you know, listened to the show, reposted the show, tweeted the show out. Um, just uh, thank you. I really do appreciate you. And don't think that anything that you've done it hasn't gone you know, no, it hasn't been noticed, and you know, don't think I'm not appreciative of anything you've done. You know, like I said, I was just a guy who wanted to do a podcast for years, and finally, you know, finally got off of his ass and did it. So, thank you all for any anything that you've done. I really do appreciate it. So, I'm rambling. Let me go ahead and end this show so I can get ready to, you know, pack and get ready to go to work and all that good stuff. So, thank you all for listening to the show. I will talk to you all next week. Maybe I'll put out a steak bite episode. We'll see. I've got a couple of ideas, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again. I appreciate you. Peace.